0: So welcome to this broadcast. Just to quickly let you know that this is a day where people are boycotting social media sites in order to end racism. Now here you'll hear me talk about how well I find out that today is also um the day of St Joseph the worker. We talk about St Joseph not just um, as a worker with his Um, hands in making things, but very much a protector and the actual work of the Spirit. So the believing in Christ and the working there with God um, that Joseph really inspires. So this comes across as well. I just want to let you know that I also talk about um, going on to my actual site for Joseph, um, Saint Joseph on Facebook. So Um, putting God first and doing that on Facebook but then I further realised and I've thought about it and I thought, no you know what I know that in the memory of Saint Joseph and for all those that are like Saint Joseph and for God in you know really kind of respect there I know and I trust and I believe that I am doing the right thing so I've actually re-come off it And um, that's the stance right now. So it is just literally these podcasts that are here right now. So by the time Facebook turns back on, God willing, if that is what God wills still, then, you know, people will see um, a bit about St. Joseph and the Day of St. Joseph later on, unless they catch this here just now. Um, But I truly believe that's the right thing to do. As um, St. Joseph is also the patron saint of um, migrants as well, immigration, and um, different things like that. And of course, overall, we know that, um, of course, our family, and particularly where they're from this family of gods, which is and um, really, you know, Saint Joseph, and Mary and Jesus that, well, we know where they come from. Well, we know what that means as well about their race too. So, I think it all links up, it's all interwoven very nicely and um, it's well presented on this broadcast itself and in the spirit as well through prayer, which I'll be continuing to do today and tonight and throughout the weekend. So um, this is the day of St. Joseph the Worker and so we're looking at St. Joseph pre-ascension And today I also talked about St. Joseph as the protector of the family as well as just simply being that of the worker. Today is set aside to look at that aspect of him and that um, side of his patronage um, for workers and for employment. Of course, for those set apart and called in God, that then therefore looks like a particular vocation and it's usually very highly connected with the church and so therefore the good works become part of the work. Well this is interesting because what's springing to mind is this part in scripture which reads about it is the work to simply love God and that is that's it. But pre-ascension, before Christ's rising into ascension and everything being fulfilled, of course, his family did behave in many ways and quite down-to-earth ways, which were um, very much um, humble. And we know that Joseph was a carpenter. And so he would make different types of furniture. He would provide for his family, no doubt in that type of way as well, and provide a a comfortable living space for them to be able to um, be nurtured in the way at home. And no doubt by making different types of furniture, that in itself is also a type of um, protection, making sure that the family had everything that they required, that they needed. And what a wonderful man to celebrate. One who looked after the mother of his child and his child by providing for them. And I say his child and some people will say, hang on a minute, Christ was not made, he was begotten. That's true. But Joseph was chosen specifically by the Holy Ghost, by the Holy Spirit, by God himself, in other words, to be the earthly representative of the Father for Jesus Christ. And so we very much see him as Uh, Jesus Christ's earthly father, and also, very much so, quite simply, we can say that Jesus was the son of Joseph, as well as being, of course, the son of the Almighty God. Yes. And therefore, we see this person, Joseph, as this type of earthly figure holding that space for God, discerning with God what to do, where to go next because at the time of Jesus Christ, obviously being part of God but being a child, just a baby at the time, Joseph was the one who navigated the way he ministered unto the family and saw to their protection, to their travel and to their setup and circumstances he was the one that organized things on a very down to earth level that only an adult could do at that time for Jesus Christ, so having that mindset always to towards God and to listening out and being in prayer and being ready to receive what it was that was to be the next direction, the next thing to do, maybe perhaps, of course, with his work, the next thing to make and how to go about this, what it was that was required for him and his family, or for perhaps members of the community that he might make things for too. All of this would come through that divine honing of God. And that's similar to us when we're choosing our vocation, maybe in a different way, of course, now Jesus has ascended and we have the gift of the Holy Spirit so it is very different and we hear Saint Paul talking about it if we want to really find out a lot more post ascension with regards to what work actually means and vocation means we really need to have the Holy Spirit. It's one thing to look at Pre-ascension and just what's written in the Bible and what Jesus' family did pre-ascension. And it's another thing entirely to understand Jesus Christ from a, a point of ascension and ascendancy post ascension and what comes through in the Holy Spirit then. Because then all of a sudden you're looking at also um Joseph, who is believed by many, who is taught um through the church to have actually ascended as well, also with Mary. And that's why uh, there's, you know, a lot spoken about in the book of Revelation with regards to um, the woman with the 12 stars around her head being linked to that of Mother Mary herself, the divine tabernacle. And of course, that's one way to describe Mary, but obviously she is a divine being in every way, spiritually and in all ways. So, um, not just an earthly instrument. So we go beyond earthly instruments, earthly things, the earthly ideas of work as well as that of how you might kind of like think about um. people and, and how maybe they were described in certain ways in, in the Bible and all the rest of it, although that's for further understanding that these metaphors are used and these um, ways of discussing are, you know, carried out. So let's see if we can find that. We're going to look at the work in Christ. Christ. Now, obviously we know that there are many people that don't have God or that aren't um at that place yet or don't want to be at that place and they do absolutely um have that right to continue on and they should be encouraged to continue on, of course, um to do some sort of form of earthly work. And so many people have different vocations. I'm um, doing earthly kind of types of work, and of course Saint Joseph is someone even whether or not you are um completely um understanding of of who Saint Joseph is, he's definitely someone to to look at for extra information there on doing well with your work. It says here, I'm going to look at the King James Version Remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labour of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. So the work is of faith, a labour of love and patience of hope In our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's for from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. Okay, so one more time with this. And Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. And so it's to believe in Christ. So if we look above this, what it says, um, Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Ye seek me, not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves, and were filled. Labour not for the meat which perisheth, but for the meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? And Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. They said therefore unto him, What sign showest thou then, that we may see and believe thee? What dost thou work? Our fathers did eat manna in the desert, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I said unto you, that ye also have seen me and believe not. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will, which hath sent me, that all of which he hath given me I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son, and believeth on him, may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up the last day. The Jews then murmured at him, because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they said, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he saith, I come down from heaven, or I came down from heaven? Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Murmur not among yourselves. No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me. Draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. Every man therefore that hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh unto me. Not that any man hath seen the Father, save he which is of God. He hath seen the Father. And verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. The Jews, therefore, strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of man, and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh, and drinketh my blood, hath eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. And he that eateth my flesh, and drinketh my blood, dwelleth in me, and I in him. As the living Father hath sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. This is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna, and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. These things said he in the synagogue, as he taught in Capernaum. Many therefore of his disciples, when they had heard this, said, This is an hard saying, who can heed it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Doth this offend you? What, and if ye shall see the son of Man ascend up, Where he was before? It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing, the words that I speak unto you, they are the spirit, and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not, and who should betray him. And he said, Therefore said I unto you, that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my Father. From that time many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the word of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered them, Have not I chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil? he spake of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. For he it was that should betray him, being one of the twelve. It's not about the works of the hands as much what Jesus looks to. And we must remember this when we have this day of St. Joseph. Um, and it is talked about as the worker, the Joseph the worker, we have to look at work in terms of the believing in Christ and that is absolutely essential, like 100% essential to be looked at because so many people fail to understand that that is the work in and of itself and these are the types of people who turn away and it's not, again, it's not necessarily those that will eat the physical bread and drink the physical wine, it is not necessarily those that turn away we know that Judas Iscariot was there drinking the wine eating the bread which was uh, obviously um now is seen as the Eucharist in that way he was there doing that it wasn't about the physical actions as much as it was the belief the true belief and then what would happen from the heart and the soul in terms of loyalty from that place with the spirit so the loyalty to the spirit and understanding the spirit is the bread of life because remember Jesus talks about it's his words that are the spirit in other words and the spirit is the one that quickeneth and so it's the spirit that is um, really that bread and wine that um, bread from heaven that's what we're really talking about So that type of belief, knowing that, being able to understand that, do that, to be that way in your heart and soul, not just about the physical bread and wine, like, you know, the way they had it in the desert, but to look beyond that and to actually put the spirit first, so God first, and to believe in Christ. That gives us power, um, tremendous power for all things, but it's that belief, and that belief is the type of work that we look at today. So important to bring it back around to that. I'm so pleased I've been able to do this. Um, blessings and glory be to God. On this day, um, Father, as we celebrate the day of St. Joseph the Worker and look to the deeper meaning of works in that of believing in and of Christ and fully surrendering to Christ on the same day in which we have boycotts going on with social media and not just on social media because we know that with this particular boycott's to do with anti-racism but we are zero tolerant of racism in any way shape or form whether it be online or offline. God, in this time, we know, we trust and we believe that of your salvation and your victory over the cross. And that representation for anyone who suffered or is suffering from any antisocial disordered behaviour and particularly from racial abuse, directed with regards to where they live, where they don't live, where they come from, and how much respect or abuse they deserve as a result of that. God, we pray that you end that now. And we pray for justice to be served on this. We pray that those who are abusive, racially abusive, antisocial, disordered, are removed from the presence of your people, God. We pray that justice is brought and that those who behave in such way are punished, that there is punishment for sin and vice. As you have told us in the church, as has been prayed about, we pray that you take this action in the name of Jesus Christ, the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. It says here in Revelation 21, verse eight, but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Um, this is really important. It is talking about the abominable. So an abomination certainly would be that of racism, racial abuse, any kind of antisocial disordered behaviour. Um, it's also linked in with those who normally do that usually have uh, some sort of mental difficulty with regards to vices. And so therefore, it's a form of idolatry when a vice or something, let's say alcohol abuse, drug abuse, or just any kind of jealousy um, with regards to people of God. So persecution is a form of idolatry to worldly things and um, against those that are of a higher nature in God, Jesus Christ. So that's what you're really looking at. you're also looking at some other um pointers in there as well um, definitely the unbelieving because it is Antichrist so that is spoken about in revelation twenty one eight and these types of people who try to persecute as we say um And then those that are of God, well, those are of God. It is vitally important that they have um, this beautiful life that is set for them. And we hear that in Revelation as well. That for those that are in Christ, there will be no more sorrow. So there will be rejoicing and celebration um, and all this kind of from those are really just an abomination. All the antisocial disorder abuse, all the racial abuse, all of that will go and be no more. And those of us in God and Christ will rejoice. And I have been, I've been rejoicing today. I have been listening to my music as I have been just relaxing and just tidying around. And um, again, I suppose that's a form of works, but it's not. Um, something that is required to justify or to give righteousness. Um, But these are positive things, good things that we can do with our time, with our lives that make a good difference in a way that are helpful, particularly the rejoicing from the spirit, the soul, and of course, practical things do kind of count as well. So, that is okay. If you are doing practical things like St. Joseph or maybe even perhaps Mary did pre-ascension of Christ, that is good too. Um, and so we're going to leave that there and I follow on for a little bit of a break. So today we pray for perhaps widows and perhaps also those who do not have a earthly father around, so whose father has passed on. We pray for those people too. I want to also pray for those who are migrants. Saint Joseph is also the patron saint of um, immigration, of migration, He ha- of yeah migrants. He had to um, move to different parts, um, obviously um, carrying such a, a huge, important task of carrying the king of all kings of the earth, of heaven and earth, of the world entirely and all that is in it that was huge and so he did have to move to different places and we can understand that we can really see the interwoven aspects of this weekend's anti-racist campaign and the zero tolerance against racism to people who have possibly moved now let me tell you this this is kind of like well in many ways Jesus Christ can have anything, could have had anything, King of all Kings could have anything, could live in a palace, could do anything. Now, the thing is, if you are living in a palace and you don't know what your people are sometimes going through, this is a tricky part, but this is the way that, you know, you know what's going on in the kingdom, fortunately and unfortunately. Um, when you can have anything that you want, so... I've got all the wisdom, all the expertise, all the ability to um, have it all, have anything I want. Now, I have chosen this path or I have been chosen for this path. So as a sovereign in God chosen by God, in this way, not one who is living in a palace. I am actually I'm living in a place with my mum. And during this experience where I could live anywhere, I could simply take us elsewhere. I could do everything for money and gain money and have a huge amount of wealth or accept a huge amount of wealth wealth, and um, and just move. However, I knew this was God's calling for me. And someone, as I say, highly skilled, highly trained up, Um, as Joseph actually, in fact, was very, very clever um, and can certainly do so much. But being here, had I not have been here um, and experienced this experience, I would not know how to rule or how to make prayer for people because I wouldn't really know the extent of what some of them went through. Being here, as you've heard, I experienced racism from someone saying I didn't deserve respect because I didn't stay here or I didn't live here. No, I clearly do. <laughs> um, but that was a racist remark. It was abusive in any case and certainly racist because it makes out that someone can be abused if they don't live in a certain place even though they do live in that place, but someone like to say that they don't, then they don't, you know, they can get abused because of that. And that reminds me of the fact that even though that's not, that is not accurate, that is really false and ridiculous, that there are people in this country and in many different countries, but many are in this country um, staying here who have maybe just moved or... In any case, who have stayed here, but um, or maybe during even um, the pandemic, have been staying with um, someone they don't usually stay with or whatever it is. In any case, let's look at those less fortunate that really are very needy, don't have the skills, possibly don't, or maybe they do, but they're called to, to be in God as well. So those that could be easily persecuted by some others like that. Um, we just pray for those people today that they see justice, that they are brought into exaltation. I mean, the people that have been persecuted or abused in this way, racially or whatever way, that they can experience exaltation um, in Christ and be a glory unto the kingdom for themselves and for Christ. We pray that today and we pray that for the punishment to those of sin and vice and who are racially abusive or who use excuses like, you don't live here, you don't come from here, you don't this or you don't that. So some sort of form of racial um, idea to suggest that someone deserves antisocial abuse or antisocial disorder behavior against them. We pray for all those that are doing that against people to be punished. And we pray for justice to be served in that way for all God's people to be truly in exaltation and rejoice, be able to do what God says, you will be able to rejoice. We are the righteous, we are able to rejoice and quite often I do think that is a lot to do with it. There is a lot of jealousy there. I do know, I do rejoice quite a bit. So I know that that is something that creates a clear boundary because those in Christ can do that. Those are not don't like that and they try to bring others down, and that's the kind of situation we've got. So we pray punishment over those that do that to others, that persecute others in that way, and we pray for those in God to be exalted, as I say, to be able to rejoice again and just truly enjoy their lives. This is work of um of the links of Saint Joseph as well. Look he would be in prayer, also protecting. Um, and building the family home. Building the family home is also first done in the mind with prayer with God, as well as following the directions of God. So we pray that those hearing this have suffered in any way that have had to um, move or have um, been somewhere where they've experienced racial abuse, that they are held in the comfort of your loving gaze and loving arms, God Almighty. And that they are protected in your care, in that care, if we can imagine, St Joseph. Okay, so um, that's that, and many blessings once again. When I was thinking about, you know, the differences of working in terms of the ultimate, which is the believing in Christ, and then that, all of the actual physical works that we can do as well, that can be good works. Um I also was brought to mind with regards to cleaning that of um Martha and Mary, and this of course is related to Joseph in a way because obviously we're looking at the wider family like he is the main worker, the provider. But Mary is um someone who, you know, really uh, well, this Mary in this particular setting, um, is actually thought to be Mary Magdalene to be honest with you so it's not the same type of um, Mary although there are different suggestions and different understandings and awareness with regards to this which I can express but now possibly is not the time so let's refocus. Um, so I'm thinking of Mary in terms of the name and then I'm going straight to the other Mary or the other <laughs> style of Mary in scripture with Martha and Mary and how Martha goes off into um, this sort of like cleaning thing or doing like lots of like work and tidying up and Mary is there at the feet of Jesus and so all of a sudden I was like oh goodness well that's higher in terms of emphasis of like placing God first being at the foot of the Lord right being in prayer so that is our works that's what we're talking about but it doesn't mean to say that we can't do cleaning up and things like that as well. If we are putting Christ first, Christ does say he loved Mary and Martha and Lazarus. Lazarus, We get to hear that in part of the scripture as well. So it's not to say that he's saying it's a terrible thing. It's just like, put me first kind of thing. You You have all the time in the world to do that, to do cleaning up, but put me first. If you can multitask, that's great. Obviously, prayer is far more important than cleaning up or doing any of those tasks. But if you can do good works in prayer and you can multitask and you enjoy doing like cleaning or tidying as well or other works, physical works, if you're a man like Joseph, then I'm sure that that helps to meditate while you're doing what you're good at, what you're interested in and what is your type of physical work. It can be very enjoyable as well as very helpful. And do you know the lights go on just there when I was saying this? Oh my goodness, I've got these little like fairy lights and they're in a bottle right now. You've maybe heard about me using glass bottles. So maybe like a kind of works of the hand as well as like a decisive sort of like thing to do. Like using bottled water instead of plastic and all the rest of it and I have all these bottles left over then therefore and it's like well they can go to recycling and someone else can recycle them or I can so I started like seeing what I could do with them and I just popped my uh, fairy lights into one of them and it's really nice just sort of like sits there and lights up and it's just literally come on this moment and I'm now on to and one minute past six as this has happened so P.M. here in Scotland in the United Kingdom. So that's that. Blessings to you wherever you are in the world today. Now I am going to move on with this and well I suppose you'll hear me in the next podcast, God willing. And yeah.